We're glad you've joined us on Songs of Praise, an hour of musical reflection to encourage your heart.
Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song as the burdens press and the cares distress? And the way grows weary and long. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When I've said goodbye to the dearest on earth to me, and my sad heart aches till it Is it aught to him does he see? Say hey. 
father meets him out upon the way, welcoming his weary wandering child. Glory, glory, how the angels Yes, the soul is rescued from his sinful way And is born a new and ransomed child Glory, glory, how the angels sing Glory, glory, how the loud hearts ring Tis the ransomed army like the mighty sea Healing forth the anthem of the free Today, angels swell the glad triumphant strain. Tell the joyful tidings, bear it far away, for a precious soul is born again. hope you're enjoying Songs of Praise. Here's some more inspirational music.
suddenly it dawned upon me that this road I travel on is a pathway unreturning that my life will soon be gone. Yet even now, as I'm held captive, Christ's name I only praise. These trials I'm facing last but few days. For I know I fought a good fight, and I know that I've kept the faith, even though my destruction is at hand. I can sing because I see the truth has set me free, and I know I will live with him one day eternally. I am strengthened, my mind is free, I know I am heaven bound. For I know I fought a good fight, and I know I've kept the faith, even though my destruction is at hand. I can sing because I see the truth has set me and I know I will live with him one day eternally. When Jesus comes again, one bright and shining day, he'll take me by the hand, and I know I'll hear him say, Welcome home, my precious child. Welcome home, my beloved friend. Even though the darkness often seems too gray, I rejoice because you prove that you are strong and true. So come, enter in and live with me. And pleaded 
Songs of Praise continues with more inspirational music. i 
loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, he who died, heaven's gate to open wide. He will wash away my sin, let his little child come in. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Jesus, take this heart of mine. Make it pure and holy thine. Thou hast bled and died for me, I will henceforth live for Thee. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. Consider him 
sufficient is his grace. Though in the race of faith you seek relief, reset your gaze on him who knows your grief. Rejected by the ones he came to save, without complaint his sacred life he gave. Consider him who chose a lonely cross, consider him and marvel at his loss, despising shame, Christ suffered in your place. Consider him, sufficient is his grace. All those who long to be like Jesus Christ must now partake in this self-sacrifice. Sufficient is his grace. Consider him sufficient is his Refuse to fear in 
Sometimes in this life You might get discouraged You wonder if you're all alone You're just barely hanging on Well just stop and remember All the things he's done for you And just look up to Jesus And he will pull you through So I will lift my praise to the one who goes before me lift my praise to the one who sets me free if i'm on the mountain high or in the valley low i will lift my praise for the world to know i will lift my praise for the You said you'd never leave us or forsake us, and it's true. You're my today and my tomorrow. I'm not living without you. So I'll give you every breath. Lord, use me as you will. You made a way when there was no way. I can't help but worship you. So I will lift my praise to before me lift my praise to the one who sets me free if i'm on the mountain high or in the valley low i will lift my praise for the world to know i will lift my praise for the dark hour you're my sunshine in the rain i'm surrounded by your love lord you're my healer through the pain you're my savior you're my anchor you're my refuge through the storm i can't help but speak your name lord 
We're gonna praise forevermore So I will lift my praise To the one who goes before me Lift my praise to the one who sets me free If I'm on the mountain high Or in the valley listening to Songs of Praise. It's our desire to encourage and uplift your thoughts to our loving Creator God. Oh my heart. 
sympathy I doubt myself, but I'm sure of your love. That His grace was poured out at Calvary's securing me for our God
Join us again next time on Songs of Praise, brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio, to enjoy more uplifting music. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing chapter 22... Dress. Our dress should be clean. Uncleanliness in dress is unhealthful and so is defiling to the body and to the soul. You are the temple of God. If any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy. 1 Corinthians 3 verses 16 and 17. In all respects, the dress should be healthful. Above all things, God desires us to be in health, health of body and soul, and we are to be workers together with him for the health of both soul and body. Both are promoted by healthful dress. It should have the grace, the beauty, the appropriateness of natural simplicity. Christ has warned us against the pride of life, but not against its grace and natural beauty. He pointed to the flowers of the field, to the lily unfolding in purity, and said, Even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Matthew 6.29 Thus by the things of nature, Christ illustrates the beauty that heaven values, the modest grace, the simplicity, the purity, the appropriateness that would make our attire pleasing to him. The most beautiful dress he wants us to wear is upon the inward souls. No outward adorning can compare in value or loveliness with that meek and quiet spirit, which in his sight is of great price. 1 Peter 3, 4 To those who make the Saviour's principles their guide, How precious his words of promise. Why are you anxious concerning clothing? If God so clothes the grass of the field which is today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? Be not therefore anxious, saying, Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek you first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6, 28 to 33. 
God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusteth in thee. Isaiah 26 verse 3 What a contrast is this to the weariness, the unrest, the disease and wretchedness that results from the rule of fashion. How contrary to the principles given in the scriptures are many of the modes of dress that fashion prescribes. Think of the styles that have prevailed for the last few hundreds of years, or even for the last few decades, how many of them, when not in fashion, would be declared immodest, how many would be pronounced inappropriate for a refined, God-fearing, self-respecting woman. The making of changes in apparel for the sake of fashion merely is not sanctioned by the Word of God. Changing styles and elaborate, costly ornamentation squander the time and means of the rich and lay waste the energies of mind and soul. They impose a heavy burden on the middle and poorer classes, many who can hardly earn a livelihood and who, with simple modes, might make their own clothing, are compelled to resort to the dressmaker in order to be in fashion. Many a poor girl, for the sake of a stylish gown, has deprived herself of warm underclothing and paid the penalty with her life. Many another, coveting the display and elegance of the rich, has been enticed in paths of dishonesty and shame. Many a home is deprived of comforts. Many a man is driven to embezzlement or bankruptcy to satisfy the extravagant demands of the wife or children. Many a woman forced to prepare herself or her children, the stylish costumes demanded by fashion, is doomed to ceaseless drudgery. Many a mother with throbbing nerves and trembling fingers toils far into the night to add to her children's clothing ornamentation that contributes nothing to healthfulness, comfort or real beauty. For the sake of fashion, she sacrifices health and that calmness of spirit so essential to the right guidance of her children. The culture of mind and heart is neglected. The soul is dwarfed. The mother has no time to study the principles of physical development that she may know how to care for the health of her children. She has no time for ministering to their mental or spiritual needs, no time to sympathize with them in their disappointments and trials or to share in their interests and pursuits. Almost as soon as they come into the world, the children are subjected to fashion's influence. They hear more of dress than of their saviour. They see their mothers consulting the fashion plates more earnestly than the Bible. The display of dress is treated as of greater importance than the development of character. Parents and children are robbed of that which is best and sweetest and truest in life. For fashion's sake, they are cheated out of the preparation for life to come. It was the adversary of all good who instigated the invention of the ever-changing fashions. He desires nothing so much as to bring grief and dishonour to God by working the misery and ruin of human beings. One of the means by which he most effectively accomplishes this is the devices of fashion that weaken the body as well as enfeeble the mind and belittle the soul. Women are subject to serious maladies and their sufferings are greatly increased by their manner of dress.
instead of preserving their health for the trying emergencies that are sure to come, they, by their wrong habits, too often sacrifice not only health but life and leave to their children a legacy of woe in a ruined constitution, perverted habits and false ideas. At the time of writing this book early last century, one of fashion's wasteful and mischievous devices is the skirt that sweeps the ground. Unclean, uncomfortable, inconvenient, unhealthful, all this and more is true of the trailing skirt. It is extravagant both because of the superfluous material required and because of the needless wear on account of its length. And whoever has seen a woman in a trailing skirt with hands filled with parcels attempt to go up or down stairs to enter a streetcar or walk through a crowd to walk in the rain or on a muddy road needs no other proof of its inconvenience and discomfort. Another serious evil is the wearing of skirts so that their weight might be sustained by the hips. This heavy weight pressing upon the internal organs drags them downward and causes weakness of the stomach and a feeling of lassitude, inclining the wearer to stoop, which further cramps the lungs, making correct breathing more difficult. The dangers resulting from compression of the waist have been so fully discussed that few can be ignorant in regard to them, yet so great is the power of fashion that the evil continues. By this practice women and young girls were doing themselves untold harm. It is essential to health that the chest have room to expand to its fullest extent, in order that the lungs may be enabled to take full inspiration. When the lungs are restricted, the quantity of oxygen received into them is lessened. The blood is not properly vitalised and the waste poisonous matter, which should be thrown off through the lungs, is retained. In addition to this, the circulation is hindered and the internal organs are so cramped and crowded out of place that they cannot perform their work properly. Tight lacing does not improve the form. One of the chief elements in physical beauty is symmetry, the harmonious proportion of parts, and the correct model for physical development is to be found, not in the figures displayed by French modesties, but in the human form, as developed according to the laws of God in nature. God is the author of all beauty, and only as we conform to his ideal shall we approach to the standard of true beauty. Another evil which custom fosters is the unequal distribution of the clothing, so that while some parts of the body have more than is required, others are insufficiently clad. The feet and limbs, being remote from the vital organs, should be especially guarded from cold by abundant clothing. It is impossible to have health when the extremities are habitually cold, for if there is too little blood in them, there will be too much in other portions of the body. Perfect health requires a perfect circulation, but this cannot be had while three or four times as much clothing is worn upon the body where the vital organs are situated as upon the feet and the limbs. A multitude of women are nervous and careworn, 
because they deprive themselves of the pure air that would make pure blood, and of the freedom of motion that would send the blood bounding through the veins, giving life, health and energy. Many women have become confirmed invalids when they might have enjoyed health, and many have died of consumption and other diseases when they might have lived their allotted term of life had they dressed in accordance with health principles and exercised freely in the open air. In order to secure the most healthful clothing, the needs of every part of the body must be carefully studied. The character of the climate, the surroundings, the condition of health, the age, the occupation must be considered. Every article of dress should fit easily, obstructing neither the circulation of the blood nor a free, full, natural respiration. Everything should be so loose that when the arms are raised, the clothing will be correspondingly lifted. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Ricards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing, here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. tip lady and I love to give tips to help make your life more simple. Do you ever feel that your life is just pretend? That you're all show and no punch? That you're going absolutely nowhere? Well we were out walking the other day and we spotted an old wagon in a weedy overgrown paddock. We thought that there must be some interesting mystery there so we hiked over to investigate. And surprise, it was a wagon, but it had fixed wooden wheels that had never turned as wheels do. It was all show and no do. It never had done anything. It had just sat there since the day it was built. It was just pretend. It had never creaked and rattled its way along a dusty trail. It had never carried weary travellers to far off destinations. It's never been anywhere, just where it was built, right there. Do you ever feel that your life is just pretend too? Remember, we've just asked that. Do you feel you're going nowhere? Well, that's what my two tips are all about today. There's a way to fix that. Guess what it is? So simple. First tip today is start moving. Well, how? Take actions that will make you feel like you're going to want to feel. Don't wait to feel different. So here's tip number two. Start doing what you really would like to do because feelings will follow your actions. You'll not have to feel that your life is pretend, that you're not going anywhere because you'll be moving. So do you want new feelings? Want to feel like your life is on the move again? That you're not at a standstill like the sad old wagon? Then Start doing what you want to do, whether you feel like it or not. And positive, happy, successful feelings will follow. So I have two simple tips for today. Start moving and 
start doing what you really would like to do. You will be surprised what directions your life takes and how far you can go. That's it today from the Two-Tip Lady who loves to help make your life more simple. Do this and you'll feel better, guaranteed.